and certainly heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it in the Big Ten Championship. He's in Champaign. <laughs> rush the floor. And now, broadcasting live and local. From the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Broncos country, let's ride. And Eric Fry. Yeah, and you, you know, you're, you, 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 excuse me. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Uh, good Monday to you. Good overreaction on Monday uh, to Welcome in. It's February 19th, uh, 2024. It's also President's Day mm-hmm. as well. So happy President's Day for those that celebrate. Kiddos might be off of school today. So, Some, yes. Uh, because of that. So, uh, you know, if you celebrate. Happy President's Day. And uh, we're here to uh, rock and roll here on this uh, Monday. And it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you today for the hour here on ESPN Radio that we're allotted. Uh, Coming up here, we got a lot of local sports to uh, hit up on. We had uh, games postponed, straight up canceled there on a Friday due to the uh, snow that came in. And then uh, some games got bumped to uh, Saturday. Some got canceled all uh, together with how uh, tight the window is for the uh, postseason because mm-hmm. postseason for the boys begins today. We got regional quarterfinal matchups that begin uh, today, so including both of the teams that we cover here on our family of uh, networks, Cumberland in action uh, tonight on the road, mm-hmm. Altamont hosting their own regional, so they'll be home regardless, but uh, they're at home uh, tonight Do a start-off regional play, so we'll take a look at all the regional matchups uh, that get us started today and some that were uh, good enough in the regular season uh, got by, so uh, they're waiting uh, their opponents uh, there. So uh, we'll take a look at all the regional matchups coming up here in uh, just a little bit. And uh, we also got some more basketball to uh, cover here. We got to take a peek into uh, college basketball from uh, this uh, past weekend. Uh, of course, we uh, like to uh, save the Illini for a, a special day. It's Tuesday, so uh, we'll uh, take a look at that more in depth uh, tomorrow. But 
Uh, we'll hit up on all the college matchups saying a thank you, Ohio State. We're big Ohio State fans. Thank you very much. We appreciate that win <laughs> there last uh, yesterday. Uh, so we'll hit up on that, and we'll hit up on uh, the, uh, well, you can call it basketball that happened this week, this weekend in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We'll hit up on uh, that all-star game that took place there last night in the all-star festivities uh, there. So we'll hit up on that. And, of course, the post-weekend, we'll give you the top three, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend incoming uh, there as well. And, unfortunately, on Eric's top three, no appearance by the Daytona 500 because it's today. It's today. But it's, it's today. the Daytona doubleheader. Doubleheader. Yeah, the Xfinity was supposed to start at 10 o'clock. And they've now moved it back to 9 p.m. So oh. you get Xfinity after the 500. Mm. So it's a doubleheader day in Daytona. Looking forward <laughs> busy, to it, Travis. <laughs> busy day for <laughs> for those people we had a in Daytona. On Friday. Now we're getting a doubleheader on Monday. Oof. Just forget well, about the weekend. Just just forget about it. Thank goodness forget it's it. thank goodness it's President's Day. Some baby already had that a day off of work anyway. So uh we'll hit up on that as well. The last time that I tuned a five hundred Travis was a complete rain out and moved to Monday, as in starting on Monday. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty. Mm. Let's go with our twenty twenty universe. <laughs> last time it happened. Also the last time it was on a Monday, there was a very, very bad accident with Ryan Newman, but there had been a flip in the truck race the Friday before, and there was a flip in the truck race this Friday. Ah, oh, man, the parallels. I'm telling you, it's kind of creepy. It is, really. Oh, man. Uh, we uh, also like to give a shout-out here at the top of the show at the beginning of a new week to uh, the uh, sponsors that make it possible for us to be on the air. It's Tingley Insurance Agency, McMahon Meets, and the Topless Estate of Bank. We appreciate uh, them so uh, very much all right so uh we've uh, set the table here on uh, this monday so let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, jump right into it and uh, let's get it started and let's get it started with our first segment it's first things first before we get into the show First things first. And we're starting off with uh, some uh, basketball here, or what you can call a a pickup basketball game uh, there last night in uh, the NBA All-Star Game. As I'm just going to go on a record and say this was the highest scoring Mm -hmm. uh, All-Star Game of all time. Yes. But it's also got to go down as one of the worst Mm -hmm. All-Star Games of all time. The Eastern Conference won this one 211 to 186 was the uh, final score uh, there. And uh, Dame Lillard was named the MVP of the All-Star Game and was kind of booed there in Indianapolis with their rivalry uh, Mm that them in Milwaukee got going on. So showered with boos last night with the MVP award uh, there. And the East won over 200 points in the All-Star Game last night. Yeah, 397 combined points, obviously most in any All-Star Game. 211 by the East, most by any team in an All-Star game. 107 in the second half, Travis, by the East, most in a half. 67 combined three-pointers. And 42 by the East, most of any All-Star game and most by any team in the All-Star game. 
Uh, Lillard, All-Star MVP in his first career start. He joined Jordan as the only players to win All-Star Game MVP and an All-Star Saturday event in the same year as uh, Lillard won the three-point contest on Saturday. Hmm. So he also became the third player, excluding rookies, or fifth player, I should say, to an All-Star Game MVP in his first season with a new team, first since Kawhi did it back in 2020. But Travis, this is a uh, this. Uh, I loved, and it's being talked about, and it's you know Adam Silver mm-hmm. and his presentation of the trophy. Yeah, because the whole talk was this is going to be a better All Star game. Mm-hmm. No. This was not yeah, a better all-star say game. It got progressively worse. I think, Travis, that the NBA and the NFL are competing to see who can do the worst all-star. Yeah. Because yeah. neither one of them know how to do an all-star game. Right. I, I, I don't... The Pro Bowl is trying to cash in on the Saturday night events from the all-star game and making that their all-star event quote unquote and then the game is not meaning anything whereas right. nba is trying to make the game an actual game but the players are going no we're not trying right i mean yeah it, it's one thing that in the past but i think this was the the worst effort oh yeah that i've ever seen with an all-star game and what? usually you know back in the day it was you know okay we're going to have some, some, you know, not the tightest of defenses or whatever. But right. then eventually somebody's competitive spirit takes over and we eventually have a, some sort of a defense and some sort of pride to potentially win the game. But nah, that, no, not today. Yeah. Not in today's day, day and age of basketball. Yeah, it was just another game with no defense right. and no life. As Anthony Davis said, Travis, he said, quote, I think the best moment we were talking about it was the Bulls and the Pacers dunkers. With the trampolines, they were very, very impressive. That was the dunk going on between the third and fourth quarter to keep the crowd rolling. That is what <laughs> Anthony Davis said was the best moment of the whole game. Mm, nice. You're a player in the game, Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. I. That tells you all you need to know about this. This mm-hmm. is, this uh, again, it's just like the Pro Bowl, Travis. This needs fixed. And I don't know what the fix is. Right. Because, you know, you can't – I've heard people be like, oh, well, you just need to offer the winning team, like, a bonus. Well, how much when these guys are making yeah, exactly. $47 bucks in a year? Mm. What's what's the bonus going to be? Right. Yeah, so it's not really going to help too much. Well, home home court advantage in the finals for the the conference that doesn't do anything. Like, let's be honest, that's not no. anything. I mean, MLB tried that and it didn't it didn't work. Yeah, no. I I don't know what the answer is, but I I don't know. There there used to be Travis when you know, and again, I'm gonna be old man on my my yard yelling at clouds. It used to be a sense of pride for these players to represent their conference. Mm-hmm. You know, to know that they were picked to represent their conference and they wanted their conference to win. That's not the case anymore because there are no right. rivalries. Right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe just uh, pride in the conference, but just kind of like a bragging rights over right. fellow man more than right. anything. But that doesn't seem to matter either. It doesn't seem to. No. And, and again, it goes back to, well, they're not putting in the effort on defense. Why are they not putting in the effort on defense? Because they don't want to get hurt. 
Yeah. They don't want to ruin their season in an all-star game, which I understand that then again is the perils of having an in-season all-star game. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you don't want to get hurt. How can you get hurt when you set out almost every other game right. or set out back-to-back games So, and are calling for an even shorter of a season? You think maybe a potential 70-game season is a little bit too much. Maybe 58 is too much. I mean, what are we doing here? Let's just do 25. Do yeah, 25 I mean, at this games, point, if that's how many play, games you can actually play. We'll do 25. Everyone makes the playoffs, and then we'll just do a tournament. Yeah. There you go. Jeez. I, you want to know how you fix the All-Star game, Travis? How's that? You look at the NHL. You do three-on-three. Three. We already had the big three. I know that's kind of came and gone, the big three basketball league. But why not try three-on-three? Three? Yeah. You have, the, you have the East, you have the West, you have those players, and then you have the two highest vote-getters who are, you know, you split, split, figure out however you want to split it up. But split it up and do three on three teams. There has I mean, yeah. there has to be something that can be done. Like I said, the NHL, I think, has one of the best All Star festivities and All Star games. Sure. With the way they've split it up into three on three and team captains, and you have the pool and everything like that. Yeah, you have like four different teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they they they've nailed it. When every other league can't seem to get it right. Right. Yeah. I I don't think that that's an awful idea. It's no. got to be better than this. Yeah. Uh, Eric, the Eastern Conference All-Stars shot 97 threes. 23 of them by Lillard alone. See, and that, again, <laughs> that... I, I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> 11 of 23 game. from three-point range. <laughs> The fa- Travis, I uh, looked at that score this morning, and I said that has to be a glitch. You cannot have 211 points. No, nope. that's right. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even playing Kobe rules. No. That's just how many points they got in four quarters of a normal game. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, no one was doing right. any defense. No one was doing anything. No. This is a – it's making a mockery of – what the all-star festivities used to be not even including the fact that a g-leaguer won the dunk contest again yeah right <laughs> Let, let's throw that one out and the guy who's never appeared in nba game is your slam dunk winner again for back-to-back years back-to-back that's right like the whole all-star weekend travis has become a joke yeah the most really hyped has. thing was the the curry and Escu battle mm-hmm. and that was great yeah but just make it that then. Yeah, I got I got something to say about that. I know you do. Uh, later, I know you do. It wasn't all all great. It wasn't, but there. it was better than anything else we got all weekend long. Oh well, yeah. No, that's that's definitely true. Uh, I mean, we've said it in the past that the All Star games are, are broken, but I don't know how necessarily you fix it. I mean, maybe it is what it is at this point. I don't know, but. Uh, Something is better than what we had there last night. The fact, Travis, that again, the Saturday festivities, the non-game activities were at Lucas Oil, and the game itself was in a smaller venue, Yeah, tells you that the NBA knows people are not coming out for the game. 
Right. People are not coming out for this game. Mm-hmm. So then why are we doing it? Because it's on the yeah. calendar. We always do it. And because we've always done it is a horrible way to run a business, NBA. And we had the debut of the LED court as well. That's right. With the uh, changing three-point, four-point line in the celebrity all-star game on Friday night. <laughs> Shannon Sharp won that, by the way. <sighs> what a what a whole travesty. The whole thing, Travis. <laughs> Just a travesty. Ooh, and then the court with uh, Sabrina and Steph was like green for starry. It was so cool. Travis, Carl Anthony Towns scored 31 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. In the quarter. Well, he put up 50 in the game. He put up 50 in the game. He scored 31 in the fourth. Mm-hmm. He scored 40 in the second half. Yeah. What a mockery. He took 35 shots. What if we had the all-defensive team face off against the the <laughs> top five point scorers? You think we'd get anything happening there? Yeah. No. No, probably not. They don't want to play defense. No. I mean, yeah, we, we've said that in the past, too, but, I mean. This shit. is the worst example of it. It was. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible game there, bud. As LeBron says, I think it's something we need to figure out. Obviously, from a player's perspective, it's fun to get up and down, but at the end of the day, our competitive nature don't like to have free-flowing scoring like that. But I think the good thing that came out of tonight was none of the players were injured, and everybody came out unscathed or how they were before the game started, so it's a deeper conversation. Oh, there you go. Anthony Davis said, quote, Obviously, the fans of the league and everybody wants it to be competitive, but then you also, as players, think about trying not to get hurt. Obviously, injuries are a part of the game, and no one wants to get hurt in the All-Star game. All these guys here are very valuable to their teams, so it's some mixed emotions about it. You try to go out there and compete a little bit and not just be a highlight show, but at the same time, do you guys really want to see somebody go down for a dunk and somebody going to contest it? And God forbid something happens in an all-star game when it could have been avoided. Hmm. Then again, make it Travis. Why not do the all-star game before the start of the finals? And you have the two finals teams not have their players in it like they do in the NFL and do it. The, do it the day before the NBA finals. In a perfect world, you do it the day before Game 7, but you can't guarantee that there's going to be a Game 7. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You have those players that are out of the playoffs and have been done with their season, even in the regular season. They didn't make the playoffs or the play-in. They probably wouldn't care too much to come and play because you can barely get them to care during the in-season All-Star game, let alone at the very end of the year. So I doubt that would work. Uh, either, Bub. Uh, I I love the interaction of uh, Scott Van Pelt this weekend. He got introduced to the uh, mad fan base that is Illini Nation on Twitter, thanks to them playing Maryland uh, this weekend. So that was also interesting <laughs> to watch. But uh, Scott Van Pelt said it best, and it's the best thing that I've seen to describe uh, this. Uh, he said, it's really simple. If you don't care, neither do we. So. Yep. If yep. you can't bother to care, then why should we uh, care about the All Star Game? There, yep. so yep, I agree. That's simple. So uh, the uh, NBA will still have a few days off. The second half doesn't technically begin uh, again until Thursday. Uh, there is when the first games uh, tip off, and uh, when they do uh, tip off, the Nets will have a new head coach as they've. 
uh, struggled a little bit, and uh, they've axed their coach. Yep. Here the day after the All Star All Star game, Jock Vaughn yeah, is fired. Been. He kind of looks like Lovey Smith in that picture with the uh, the gray in his beard. Oh little, yeah, he does. Little salt, little pepper in his beard. Hey, Father Time, not so good in the <laughs> NBA either. No, no, not so much for uh, Jock Vaughn. Canned there in uh, Brooklyn mm. uh, as well. So uh, there was the uh, All-Star game come in and uh, gone in uh, the NBA, highest scoring game ever, and it was still the worst game ever uh, there last night in the NBA. So we move on, and uh, we move on to some teams that actually play some defense, and that's uh, high school basketball. And uh, they had some games squeeze in there on Friday. Some of them, most of them got in there on a Saturday to wrap up the regular season and even had a couple of girls' championships uh, there on Friday and a Saturday as well. So we'll take a look at that, and we'll tell you about the uh, schedule for today for the uh, boys' basketball postseason coming up here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have a 10-pound box of Pollock for $24.50 and New York strip steak for $12.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Around here at Wrangler, we are all excited for spring. The longer days, the warmer nights. When you've got your pick of shorts and jeans, either works just fine. Because comfort keeps us going. So grab your family, your friends, and your Wrangler layers for some fresh air adventures together. Blue skies, open roads. Wrangler, for the ride of life. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. And now. But then uh, tomorrow, I'll open up a uh, three game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal 
baseball right here and right now on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got, we still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed to keep me. You're supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, God. I was, I was, I was just agreeing with you. Oh my God. It's okay. Not really. But. Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Let's head up on uh, some uh, local sports, some local basketball that happened over at DO Weekend. Some games got uh, postponed, straight up canceled there on uh, Friday. Uh, a couple games that uh, did get in, though, there in the uh, South Central is important for that one to uh, get in as Greenville one against Hillsboro, 44-33 was the uh, final. So uh, with uh, the events that happened uh, during the course of the uh, week, Litchfield and their last couple of games, they actually dropped their last couple of games. So uh, they uh, ended up being uh, tied with Greenville there at 7-2 in the South Central. So uh, they're co-South Central champs uh, there with both teams being 7-2 uh, there. Have to check the records uh, for the starting lineup and see who we acknowledge as South Central champions. But uh, Greenville and Litchfield technically co-South Central champs. Uh, so in the uh, Liga Prairie, we had uh, Villa Grove winning against Arthur 65-52. to And then uh, Cumberland's game against uh, Martinsville on Friday was uh, just uh, straight up canceled uh, there with the non-conference matchup. And whatnot. So, uh, Cumberland not having a game after all. No, no game. It was non-conference, so they just uh, didn't have time to make it up. So, mm. uh, just decided to, to forget it and get back at it today. And uh, same way with uh, New Nano Flora as well being in a conference game. They just uh, called that one off there. Uh, we did have one high school girls basketball game there on a Friday, or actually a couple. Uh, got in uh, there. It was uh, in the uh, Mount Olive Regional Championship. It was a uh, Father McGivney winning over Brownstown at uh, St. Elmo in a close one of 47 to 2045 was the uh, final score there. So uh, Brownstown uh, concludes uh, their season uh, there. It was a really good season there for the uh, Bombers uh, there, but uh, ran to uh, Father McGivney uh, there and only lost by a couple of points. Uh, there, so Brownstown season comes to a close. In the North Mac Regional Championship, it was uh, the number one seed of Gillespie winning over Hillsboro in an all South Central final. 59 to 045 was the uh, final score there. And also in the uh, Springfield uh, Southeast Regional Championship, it was a uh, Chatham Glenwood winning in a close game over Taylorville. 41 to 39 was the final to take the regional championship uh, there. Games on a Saturday for uh, girls basketball. Those games that were postponed from 
uh, Friday was uh, Salt Fork winning against Arcola. 41-36 was the uh, final score uh, there. And Arcola concludes a, a great season that they had there. They had over 20 wins. I think they were like 24-6 and six on the season. Yep, 24-6 and a six was their exact record. Mm. Uh, there had one of their better seasons that they've had in the past 10 or 15 years there for Arcola, but uh, falls short there against Salt Fork. Tough break. And uh, that's uh, significant because uh, St. Anthony was awaiting the winner of that one. So uh, tomorrow night it'll be St. Anthony against Salt Fork there in uh, Central A&M High School. Uh, there in the first game of the day. And then the uh, following semifinal, uh, there will be Tuscola and Altima uh, there. So now St. Anthony knows who they're playing there tomorrow. And a Mattoon season came to a close as well in the Charleston Regional Championship. It was Highland, the number one overall seed there, winning against Mattoon 43-34 to was the uh, final there on Saturday. Let's take a look at some of the boys' games that were moved from uh, senior night turning into senior day there for Altima, and they won this one against Winds' Two Straws. 73-45 to was the uh, final score there. Uh, it was kind of a back-and-forth game in the early going, and Woods' Two Straws actually had a, a big run to start off the second quarter to eventually uh, tie the game uh, there at one point. There and they did have a lot of ties in the first and second quarter, but then uh, Altamont really turned it on there in the third quarter. They went on an 11-0 run to start off the second half, and they eventually went on to win uh, there. Uh, Alec Yarhouse had a, a big game there on senior day. Uh, he had three threes, 17 points he finished up with. Uh, Kata Miller ended up finishing up with 22 points to lead the way up for the Indians. And also uh, the uh, uh, Indians had him down for uh, 18 rebounds in the game as well mm. uh, for Caden. And then uh, Millville got a 12 points. Uh, Eli Miller returned to the lineup. He got nine points. And KD hit a couple of threes and ended up with eight points uh, there. So uh, contributions from about everybody uh, there on Saturday for Altamont. Uh, there, uh, Manhart was the man to stop for Windsor's two straws as he had five threes in the game and he ended up with 19 points in the game and, uh, Gurgle had 14, but Altamont picks up the uh, W there, closing out their, uh, season with a win and, uh, finishing at seven and one in the NTC altogether and uh, finishing the regular season 19 and eight on the year headed into today's, uh, postseason action. Uh, there with, of course, their only loss was to uh, the conference champs, St. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, Windsor's two straws. Uh, they fell to a 2-6 and six in the conference and a 13-17 and 17 overall on the year to close out their regular season. And they'll be in a regional play today at Nicomis. We'll take a look at that here in a second. Uh, it was a South Central picking up the win over North Clay on Saturday, a 67-43. to it was a only a one-point game. North Clay uh, was leading 14-13 after one, but then a strong second quarter got South Central going there, and they eventually closed things out there in the fourth. They outscored the Cardinals 21-9 to into that quarter. We had three Cougars in uh, double figures. Uh, Magnus had 24 for South Central. Nielsen had 16, and uh, Bregman had 11 uh, points there. Uh, Kitzler had a 17, and Byers had 11, the double-figure scorers there for North Clay. So 
Uh, South Central closes out with a uh, 500 record uh, there in the NTC. And North Clay played well towards the end of the year, uh, but they have finished 2-6 and six in the NTC, 3-5 and five for South Central. And as a fate would have it, uh, these two teams are going to be squaring off in the opening round today in regional play mm. as well. So turn right around mm -hmm. and play each other again. But I believe it's going to be a flip of a venue. That game on Saturday was in Farina, and tonight's game is at North Clay in Louisville. Gotcha. So it's kind of a, a odd way to close out the regular season and then right around matchup in the postseason. You don't have to do much scouting. <laughs> no. Scouting reports are all done. You're you're good to go. You're prepared. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's good to go. Um, and then also, Count uh, and pulled off a, a good win uh, to close out their regular season year as they beat St. Elmo Brownstown 64 to uh, 59. This game was uh, tight throughout as it was tight at 12 after the uh, first quarter, and then it ended up being uh, tight at 25 as well. In the uh, at halftime, uh, CHBC outscored them 13 to 11 in the third, and then they also uh, both teams put up over 20 in the fourth, 22 for St. Elmo, but Cowden put up 26 in uh, the uh, fourth quarter there to pull off the uh, victory uh, there, and it, it was Atwood leading the way for SEB. He had a 28 on the uh, day there, and it was a uh, Wojcik. 27 points for uh, CHBC to lead the way for the Bobcats. Uh, Radloff had uh, 10 points there as well uh, for CHBC with the uh, nice W over SEB to close out uh, conference play uh, for them. And Cowden, 4-4 four and four this year in the CH or in the NTC and only one game below 500. Only uh, San Elmo's ninth loss mm. of the season there on Saturday. Um, uh, we also had Lawrenceville pick up a win over uh, Paris, uh, 73 uh, 26 to uh, close out the regular season there for Lawrenceville, uh, there in the LIC. So, uh, that closed the book on the regular season there and, uh, the uh, postseason it begins uh, tonight with action all over the place here in the, uh, 1A Altamar Regional. Uh, like I mentioned, the uh, 10 seed South Central at the 7 seed North Clay at seven o'clock. 14th seed is Sandoval against the three seed Weber at 7 o'clock as well. Patoka versus uh, St. Elmo Brownstown at uh, 6.30. And then at 7 o'clock tip-off for the 15th seed of Mulberry Grove up against the two seed Altamont Indians. And you can have that over on our sister station, uh, Jack FM, mm -hmm. uh, there to start off regional play there for Altamont. Uh, tonight against Mulberry Grove mm -hmm. and Mulberry Grove uh, on this website that I'm looking at six and nineteen. There that they are, but last game. Mm. According to this, um, yeah, no score was reported on that Friday game, so maybe uh, nothing ended up happening there. First Baptist Academy was their uh, last win mm. uh, there to close out the regular season. Their last game there for. Mulberry Grove. And what is their mascot? I'm guessing that it's the Aces, and it is. Yep. Mulberry Grove Aces coming at you tonight. And now it's Mob. Okaw Valley Regional begins there with the uh, number one seed as uh, St. Anthony taking on the 15th seed of uh, Ramsey at seven. Seven seed wins is two straws at the six seed Nokomis at six. Cowden Beach City, the 10 at number four. Arcola at six o'clock. 
Central A&M, the 9, is at number 5, Okaw Valley at a 7. Edwards County Regional sees Edwards County, the 9, at Sisney at 6 o'clock. The 12 seed, Wayne City, at the 4 seed, Centralia, Chrysler Rock at 7. Red Hill at the 6 seed, Grayville at 7. In the KZ Westfield Regional, the 2 seed, Tuscola, squaring off against the 16 seed, Heritage. 12 seed, Martinsville at Neoga. Uh, the 14 seed Tri County at the three seed Casey at six. Chrisman at the eight seed Villa Grove at six o'clock as well. South Fork Regional it's the 14 seed Urbana at the number one seed is Champaign at St. Thomas More. Fisher at Champaign Judah Christian. Danville Schlarman at South Fork Georgetown Ridge Farm at Armstrong. Argenta Regional sees Mount Pulaski at Farmer City Blue Ridge. Unity Christian at uh, Georgetown Notre Dame at seven. Sarah Gordo at Decatur St. Theresa at 7 o'clock as well. 2A Vandalia Regional, the 8 seed of Vandalia at the 6 seed of Robinson at 6. And then the 11 seed of Cumberland mm-hmm. is in action tonight at the 5 seed of Flora at 7 o'clock. You can catch that game over on a WCRA. Yeah, we'll see uh, if the Pirates can you know, try and pull off a little bit of a seed upset uh, there against a 16-3 and Flora Wolves team. So, uh, tough, tough draw for the Pirates heading to Flora, but we'll see what the Cumberland Pirates can do. Take down the Wolves. Try to, try Potentially. to, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, you, you know, coach was talking about how, Hey, our goal was the final three games to win those last three. Well, you won two of them. The third one was canceled. So you, you did that. This team has positive momentum going forward. We'll just have to see, uh, what they can do against this, uh, Flora team that you haven't seen yet this year. Yeah, it seems like they've kind of crossed paths Vandalia with Holiday Tournament. Yep. the uh, crossing in the night, I guess yep. you'd say, but haven't played them yet. Well, Flora beat Okaw Valley 75-54 at that Vandalia Holiday Tournament, but as we talked about, um, uh, Edward, uh, Okaw Valley was not very good at tournaments this year. They, I think they lost all their tournament games. Yeah. So I, I don't judge that based off of, uh, of that. So. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see what the uh, Pirates do there at a 7. Also in the uh, Newton Regional beginning there, the 10th uh, seed Paris at the ninth seed Marshall. And uh, the 12th seed OPH at the 7th seed Mount Carmel. Monticello Regional, it's Monticello hosting a Macon Meridian. Pena at Warrensburg-Latham. St. Joe a Regional, Westville at a Sullivan. Arthur is at a 5th and Oakwood. Roxana Regional, Gillespie at Staunton. Uh, Piasaw hosting East Alton Wood River. 2A uh, North Mac Regional, Hillsborough Alston Regional. It's the uh, t- eight seed Charleston hosting the ten seed Effingham at six. 3A Marion Regional, Salem at Carbondale, Danville Regional, Rantoul at uh, Danville, uh, Decatur Eisenhower Regional, Bloomington at Decatur Eisenhower, and the uh, Springfield Lamphere Regional. Springfield High School is at uh, Springfield uh, Sacred Heart Griffin uh, there. Tonight, and we have the entire regional schedule up on the website, femradio.com, if you want to check it out there, as well as the all the postseason schedule uh, there as well. And we'll be back to a recap those postseason games uh, there on a tomorrow's show, as well as get you set for the sectionals for girls basketball mm-hmm. tomorrow as well. All right, we move along here in the starting lineup, and we move on, and we stick in basketball. Let's go to college basketball coming up next here on the uh, starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. 
You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. I stopped smoking with Mark Patrick's hypnosis when nothing else worked. One year later, my wife Michelle and I attended the Mark Patrick Weight Loss Hypnosis Seminar. In two months, lost 43 pounds, and she lost 18 pounds. And And we we feel feel great. great. Join Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking. Early bird special, only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Tuesday, March 19th at Bahala Inn in Effingham. Weight loss seminar 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminar 8 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. If you are ever in an unfortunate accident, Dan Heck's Body Repair Department, located behind our main showroom, is ready to get you back on the road quickly. We work for the insurance company. We offer alternative transportation. And we guarantee our work to your satisfaction. Remember, who repairs your car? Had a wreck? Go to Heck. Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Possible share data from lots of places, like a bird sanctuary. Good eye. There is a typo. Thanks. But to make them powerful enough to deliver new opportunities at the edge, you need CDW and Aruba. CDW experts can help design and implement an Aruba Edge Services platform, which unifies, secures, and automates network environments everywhere, so you can translate data into innovation. Sorry, do you mind? This is confidential. Aruba makes visibility at the edge possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com slash Aruba. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hoover's Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis Blues surrendered three goals in the third period of their 5-2 loss against the Preds at Enterprise Center on Sunday. The Blues are now fourth in the Central Division, 60 points, a 29-23 and two record. St. Louis hosts Toronto later today. College basketball action from over the weekend. Missouri State beat Valpo 82-74. Eastern Illinois took down Lindenwood 72-57. SIU upset number 24 Indiana State 74-69. SIU Edwardsville edged Southeast Missouri State 80-76. And Western Illinois snuck past Tennessee State 68-61. Chicago Blackhawks snapped an eight-game losing streak by beating Ottawa 3-2 at the United Center on Saturday. The Blackhawks are now... 15, 37, and 3 on the season. They visit Carolina tonight. The Hawks are adding some depth to their bullpen. The team signed reliever Brian Shaw to a minor league deal over the weekend. The contract includes an invitation to spring training. Shaw spent 2023 with the White Sox. He had four saves and a 4-14 ERA in 38 appearances last season. The Ravens are bringing back a veteran wide receiver. Baltimore has signed wideout Nelson Aguilar to a one-year extension on Sunday. Terms of the deal were not announced. Aguilar's contract would have been avoided by Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, and he would have counted 
$1.668 million in dead money in 2024. The 30-year-old caught 35 passes for 381 yards and four touchdowns last season. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center reads uh, there. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, college basketball that happened uh, over the uh, weekend. We'll first start off in the uh, top 25 there. This was a uh, marquee matchup, if you will, uh, but the game didn't end up that way. Number one, UConn easily handled Marquette. 81 of 53, a big blowout win mm -hmm. uh, for the Huskies there. Uh, Believe them. My goodness. 28 points they won by. Yeah. Number one over number four. Um, but they seem to be uh, motivated by uh, something that they didn't get last year. Marquette won the Big East, but Correct. UConn got the last laugh, I think. They won the biggest championship uh, of them all uh, there. Uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, UConn is 39-4 and four since losing last year, January 25th. So uh, they will meet again the very beginning of March uh, there. Yeah, March 6th in Milwaukee. For that one, but Huskies easily handling uh, Marquette there on a Saturday. Uh, number three, Houston also uh, pretty comfortably handled uh, Texas there. 82 is 61, the final. Number five, Arizona put over a hundo here. It looked to be no defense in this rivalry for at least the uh, Sun Devils. 105 to 60, Arizona won against their in-state rivals. Number six, Kansas won against number 25, Oklahoma, 67-57. North Clay, North Clay, North Carolina over Virginia Tech, 96-81. Tennessee easily handles Vanderbilt there, 88-53. Number nine, Duke winning over Florida State, 76-67. Uh, number 10, Iowa State won against Texas Tech, 82-74. LSU with the one-point upset against uh, South Carolina, and South Carolina loses again. Uh, last week, 64-63 was the uh, final, so I expect South Carolina to uh, fall a tad bit in the uh, standings. Uh, number 12, Baylor, one over West Virginia, 94-81. I would expect Auburn to maybe fall as well. They lost to uh, number 22, Kentucky, 70-59. Uh, number 19, number 15, Alabama, one over Texas A&M, 175 Dayton over Fordham, 78-70. Uh, number 17, uh, Creighton. That is a team that uh, UConn will be uh, facing next. They won over Butler, 79-57. Oklahoma State with the upset against number 19 of BYU, 93-83. Uh, number 21 of Virginia over Wake Forest. And what was this game? Well, I remember seeing this game a long time ago with Illinois and Penn State. But Virginia on this one, 49-47. Old school game right there. And then Carbondale, SIU will pull off the upset there against number 23, Indiana State. So back-to-back -back losses here for Indiana State. They just can't take down a team from Illinois, apparently. They lost to Illinois State, and then now they lost to uh, Southern Illinois uh, there on Saturday as well, 74-69. In the Big Ten on a Saturday, we had Wisconsin fall again. What has happened with the Badgers? They're on a free fall now. Now all of a sudden, they're 9-6 and six in the conference, and they lost this one in overtime, 88-86. So Wisconsin uh, quickly uh, falling out of it there. And then uh, we'll talk about this matchup more on uh, tomorrow's show. But 
uh, Illinois taking care of business there, winning against Maryland. Mm-hmm. It can be done. We actually won a game in Maryland. Yes. 85-80 uh, there on Saturday. So uh, we'll go more in depth with that. We will. Tomorrow. So uh, let's see uh, what else happened there on a Sunday. Uh, uh, FAU, you hate to see it, goes down. They lose to Southern. As of last uh, bracketology, Southern Florida is who Illinois was projected to face in the first round. So just throwing that out there. I mean, that's okay. We're we're better than FAU anyways, and we proved that earlier in the year, and we can handle South Florida. can handle them, he says. 90-86. Bulls get the win. And then uh, thank you, Ohio State. You get rid of your coach, and look what happens. The interim coach wins. I think Eric may have uh, saw this coming. Nostradamus right here. <laughs> Called it. Ohio State with the win over number two Purdue yesterday. 73-69. I said they'd be motivated. Taking them down, and they were. Yep. They played great. Yep, yep, yep. There yesterday. So thank you to Ohio State for the win. That puts Illinois one and a half back and only one back in the loss column. There against uh, Purdue in the Big Ten standings. Still having to face them in all three Purdue's losses this season have come on the road, and when they play Illinois, it will be on the road. In Champaign. Just That's right. pointing that out. Illinois still, still has a shot at the – Still has a shot. Yep. Potentially it could be a big matchup there on March 5th mm-hmm. uh, there, but Illinois can't look too far ahead of that. They got uh, no. Penn State, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin – before the uh, Purdue game. So uh, that uh, Penn State game is actually going to be on Wednesday, it looks like, the 21st mm-hmm. there. I believe that's uh, Wednesday. Yep, it is. So uh, there. But like I mentioned, we'll talk more Illini on a tomorrow's uh, program there because we're up against the clock uh, here. And uh, we'll uh, hit up on the uh, top three, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend coming at you to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have a 10-pound box of Pollock for $24.50 and New York strip steak for $12.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Progressive asks, what do a diehard fan watching the game at home? A poorly placed good luck candle. Don't let me down, candle. A last second improbable win. It's good! Yes! <laughs> and flammable sports themed curtains have in common. Oh, oh, geez. Whoa, whoa. 
They can scorch your big win high and your beloved sports memorabilia. Not my unwashed 1997 game-worn jersey. This is what dreams are made of. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now, Effingham would then do this. The starting lineup. We'll take the snap. Again, I I have trouble playing the right clips. On 98.9 The Game. Here to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a, a smidge, a bit a longer. But uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, let's go to our top three. Top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. So let's go. Maybe. And now it's time for the top three. Top three uh, from the uh, sports weekend likes to uh, tease me uh, whether it's going to start properly uh-huh. or not there. But uh, my uh, number three, in no particular order, but not my number three, there's that uh, college baseball season underway. And uh, Sacramento State, Mac Masagelo, he had himself quite a weekend there. Masagelo, as the top three music has suddenly uh, disappeared. I appreciate uh, that. And uh, uh, he plays for Sacramento State, like I mentioned. And he got hit eight times this weekend Ow. to start off the season. And nine playoff appearances, or uh, plate appearances. Ow. Yeah. Test Rub some dirt, Rub some dirt on it, Rub kid. Rub some dirt on it. You think it's through somebody has to go, it has to be me. It has to be. It has to be. But it has to be, but he's a ball player. Though. He's a ball player. Used to it. Uh, my number one, Travis. I'm going back to that Illini win over Maryland. Uh, first win at Maryland for Coach Underwood as a coach of the Illini, and Travis with that win. More importantly, the Illini have almost guaranteed themselves a double bye. Hmm. Nice. Very important. I like to hear that. Mm-hmm. And really shocking that I didn't have Illinois on my list here, but you did. It impressed me. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm all in, but it was an impressive We're game. reeling them back in. Just when you think you're out, you're back in. Just in time for me to be disappointed for March. Exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my number two moment from the sports weekend, uh, though, was those couple of games that they had in the uh, stadium series at MedLife. But the one on uh, Sunday, the uh, Flyers team showing up dressed like Rocky. And it's like sweatsuit that he yeah. had running around town, the gray sweatsuit. And uh, they all showed up there. And the game was pretty entertaining as well. It was 5-5 five to five going into overtime. And they, 
uh, Flyers scored pretty, or the Rangers scored pretty quickly there to end it on Sunday. So you uh, there, you wear the Rocky sweatsuits and then lose. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. How dare you? Man, they scored five goals. Soil the good name. Or you got to close out. Rocky didn't win the first movie. <laughs> oh, you're saying there's a rematch coming? Potentially, yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two, we, we've already mentioned it. I'm not going to harken on it anymore, and that is the sham of an all-star game. What an absolute disgrace for Larry Bird to be presented the Legends Trophy during that <laughs> all-star weekend. How pitiful. Yeah. Pitiful. Yeah, it was, it was kind of along that lines. Um my number one moment in the, the uh, sports weekend, it doesn't always have to be a good in the top three. Um, so uh, this one is my number one is a shame on a Kenny the Jet Smith and a Jay Williams for uh, disparaging women's basketball this weekend. Uh, Kenny Smith kind of was poo-pooing all over the, I know he may have been doing a gimmick, may have been doing a shtick, but kind of poo-pooing on Sabrina's mm-hmm. performance there. Uh, not the right time to do shtick. There, Kenny, and also Jay Williams with the ridiculous take that Caitlin Clark isn't great yet because she hasn't won a national championship. So shame on you, Jay Williams, and a shame on you, Kenny Smith, uh, for your actions this weekend uh, towards women's basketball. Did not hear that, but yes, I agree with you. That's awful. No, read the room. I mean, yeah, Kenny Smith, come on, man. Read the room. Uh, My number one, Travis, is the craziness of the truck race on Friday night. Lap six, we had a 10-car accident. Lap six, getting underway early. Had the most amount of cautions in a truck race at Daytona, including a wreck on the last lap where the car flipped over the entire field. And the winner was Nick Sanchez. Fry's strikes again. Called that one on Friday, too. So, a two, for two, two for two on the weekend, Travis. Uh-oh. Oh, we still got the two big ones to go today, but... Hey, I'll take that for the weekend. Hmm. Wish I would have put actual entertainment on it, but. Uh. <laughs> also, quick shout out to SIU overrated ISU team taking them down. Good job. Ooh. Well, yeah, they certainly are because they're gonna fall at top twenty-five. Yep. Believe they're their own hype a little too much. <laughs> yeah, maybe just say a tad bit there. <laughs> All right, so that'll close it out for us here on the Trussell Show. We got more stuff to uh, talk about in uh, the uh, pod, so we'll close it out there. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlina versus Joe. So enjoy and also uh, tune into the Daytona 500 later on uh, today, thanks to it getting rained out there mm-hmm. uh, yesterday as well. So we'll be back to recap that on tomorrow's program as well. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98 The Game. Suzuki the call. Oh, no, no. Oh, my goodness. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. We got a few uh, things to uh, clean up from the uh, Trusha show. We got more stuff to uh, hit up on. Might be some more uh, basketball stuff to uh, hit up on. Also, I uh, got some uh, baseball, this day in sports history as well. 
and uh, see whatever else we can uh, tackle here on the program. Yep, a little bit of uh, baseball for me to get angry about, and uh, a NASCAR update, Travis, that uh, makes you go, if that's what's happening now, I can't wait for the race to start. Hmm. All right, so Mm -hmm. we'll wait for that. Yes, yes. That was Uh, just breaking that just happened, so we'll mm. talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but first, let's clean up Sports Center. An NBA yeah. edge, an NBA legend wants to end his career with his current team, as LeBron told the media on Sunday that he's happy being a Laker for the past six years, and quote, hopefully, it stays that way. Thirty-nine-year-old made his comments before his record-setting twentieth All-Star appearance. Yeah, and he also uh, said that he doesn't know how many yep, how more much years he's, he's got left. left. Yep. And he doesn't know. He's 50-50 on if he wants a full-blown uh, farewell tour or yeah. Tim Duncan it. Yeah. That's what he said. I, I, as a Chicago Bulls fan, LeBron, you can get out of here. I wonder which side you're leaning on. Chosen one. Get out of here. Make the spectacle that get you switch here, teams. LeBron. I wonder what you're going to do get for a farewell here. tour. So long, LeBron. We ain't giving you nothing from Chicago. <laughs> There is no way you're going to go out quietly. You burned us when you were with the Heat. You burned us before you joined the Heat. Mm. They might retire his number. I was going to say, those Bulls teams, Travis, those were the best chance of getting to the NBA Finals, and lousy LeBron and the Heat had to be there. They were. Mm -hmm. Still mad about it because he was supposed to be a Bull beforehand. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yep. The New York Islanders, Travis, are hosting All-Star Weekend in 2026. The NHL announced the news during the first intermission of the Isles Stadium Series game against the Rangers at MetLife Stadium. NHL All-Star Weekend will be held at UBS Arena in Elmont after the league skipped its annual celebration in 2025 for the Four Nations Face-Off. The Islanders previously hosted the All-Star Game back in 1983 at Nassau Coliseum. New York's All-Star Weekend will take place right before the NHL players make their return to the 2026 Olympic Games from February 6th through the 22nd in Milan. Hmm. One of the best players in baseball will have to wait to make his 2024 spring training debut. Dodgers star Shohei Otani did not participate in live batting practice on Sunday and will not suit up in the spring training opener on Thursday. The two-time AL MVP, of course, signed for that record 10-year, $700 million contract that most of it's going to be paid off in, I think, 2050 uh, back in December. Dave Roberts said that Otani is a lot further along than he would have expected as the 29-year-old recovers from right elbow surgery. Yep, so we won't see him. No. For the spring training opener. But season, maybe. You may see him, Travis. I mean, we got four games, so I'm sure we will at some point. Uh, An all-star slugger wants to finish his career with his current team. From one person wanting to finish their career to another, Bryce Harper told the media on Sunday that he wants to stay with the Phillies for a long time and he hopes to play into his 40s. 31-year-old made a switch from outfield to first base last season after recovering from Tommy John surgery. The Phils believe a long-term switch. 14-year deal. Like, what else is he going to do? I'm sure you are going to finish your career in Philly. Uh, while we're on this baseball train, we'll continue on the baseball train. Uh, did you hear what uh, Mike Trout said, Travis? Uh, no. He said he has no desire to be traded and that he encouraged the Angels owner, Art Moreno, to sign at least one of the remaining high-profile free agents to replace Shohei Otani. He said, quote, the easiest way out is just ask for a trade. There might be a time, maybe. I really haven't thought about this, but when I signed that contract, I'm loyal. I want to win a championship here. 
The overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction than bailing out and just taking an easy way out. So I think that's been my mindset. Maybe down the road if something's changed, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculation came up. So Trout didn't name names, but he did. Uh, he said, quote, there's a couple guys out there that still that can help this team be better. I'm going to keep pushing as long as I can until the season starts or until them guys sign. It's just in my nature. I'm doing everything I can possible. It's obviously Art's decision. I'm going to just put my two cents in. Hmm. So there's Mike Trout. That's what he's saying. Yeah. At the same time, Travis, one of his teammates, third baseman Anthony Rendon, is saying, quote, baseball has never been a top priority for me, and I just play the sport to make a living. I did say that. Why are the Angels not going to the playoffs ever? Because Mm -hmm. you have people like Anthony Rendon who says, quote, it's never been a top priority for me. It's my job. I do this to make a living. My faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Mm. Right. So someone asked him uh, if, it, if it was even a priority. He said, oh, it's a priority for sure because it's my job. I'm here, aren't I? Yep. Not really the... Seven-year, $245 million he signed in 2019. Yeah. Not not the best look when you, you sign a big contract yeah. like that and then say that it's not my job And you've priority. been injured most of your time yeah, with right. the Angels. Yeah, he's... Uh, Hasn't played more than plagued. 58 games in any of his four seasons with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plagued with injuries, for sure. Why, Travis, when I, when, when I hear Mike Trout's comments, do I get nothing but Dame Lillard vibes? Right? Oh, yeah. Nothing but Dame Lillard. One of the top five players in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to make this work, and I'm not leaving this team, and I'm mm-hmm. we're going to make it work here, and I'm committed to here. Yeah. Guess what? There comes a time for everybody. Yeah, eventually. The time comes. I mean, Dame eventually succumbed to it. He did. He did. It's only a matter of time. Yep. Uh, also, by the way, um, Liam Hendricks signed with the uh, Red Sox. So, staying with the sock, just going from white to red. And there you go. Yes. Like um, and then finally... Uh, South Carolina women's basketball team continued its dominant reign by accomplishing another impressive milestone. The Gamecocks, Travis, recorded their record 43rd straight SEC regular season game victory with a 70-56 takedown of Georgia on Sunday. Gamecocks moved to 25-0, broke the record that Tennessee and the late Pat Summit achieved with 42 straight SEC wins from January 92 to January 96. Head coach Don Staley is looking to lead South Carolina to the second national title in the last three years this season. Hmm. So, there you go. Uh, keeping it at the college level, Travis, did you hear, um, about, uh, Rick Pitino? No, I did not. So St. John's suffered their eighth loss in the past 10 games. And Rick Pitino, who is the coach of St. John's Mm -hmm. basically said, quote, this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. They blew a 19 point lead to lead to, uh, to lose 68, 62 to Seton Hall Sunday night. They're now 14-12 and 12 overall, 6-9 and nine in the Big East, which puts them in ninth place. So what do you have to say? Quote, if I said I was disappointed, that would be the understatement of the year. Our <laughs> lateral quickness and our toughness is just something I've never witnessed in all my years of coaching. We're so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. And really, it's not about losing, even winning. When I watch film, I see unathletic plays. I see people that don't handle the ball that are just interested in taking quick shots. It's been a disappointing year. 
I think the other team makes adjustments, and we have to make adjustments to move the basketball and take good shots, but we just lack toughness. We just don't move our feet on defense. They shoot 37 free throws. Throw out the stats. You see it every game. The amount of free throws they shoot, the amount of free throws we shoot. Look at the shot on the year. Look at what Chris Latham shot on the year. You're a power forward. You played 29 minutes without a free throw. That means you're not offensive rebounding. You're not getting to the line. It's really all the toughness things are why we give up leads. Mm. Someone asked him about replacing Mike Anderson last spring uh, to build the the roster, and they got nine players uh, enter the transfer portal. St. John's added 10 transfers two ESPN 100 freshmen to go with two holders last season. And Paterno said, quote, I had no choice. We just could take who we could get, who was available. We had no choice. I don't think we were going to win the first year anyway, because when you rush like that, you don't see the players. Not a whole lot we can do. So obviously, <laughs> Rick Patino really happy to be at St. John's. <laughs> just a tad bit frustrated, just going off. Uh, wow. he, he said uh, a reporter asked him if he had any second thoughts about taking the St. John's job. Patino said, no, it's not St. John's. It's my team. So, mm. But they're slow. <laughs> not they're not good. Mm. <coughs> not happy. Not happy at not all. Not enjoying his, his yeah. tenure there. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, you know. Yep. Yeah, you made this bed. He also, Travis, uh, mentioned uh, Serrano, who was uh, all Big East uh, big man, mm-hmm. took him out of the starting lineup against Providence earlier in the week due to inconsistencies. He was among about, quote, quote, this is a quote from Paterno, about five guys are slow laterally, mentioned by Patino on Sunday night, who struggled to move defensively. He also said, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. That St. John's having poop facilities is not the reason for its defensive woes. So he's calling out the school too. Everybody. (laughs) Gosh. (sighs) Fire me. Go ahead. Fire me. He's just asking for it. At this point, who else do I have to install to make this happen? The AD, the chancellor. (laughs) Yeah. Only a couple of people got left. So, all right, Travis, uh, we're, we're, this, this happened while we were doing the show, and I wanted to save this because uh, this is just great stuff. Um, so back in 2012, um, Daytona was rain-delayed for the first time. The Daytona 500 was rain-delayed for the first time um, and moved to Monday. Yep. And that, if you remember, is when Mom, Juan Pablo Montoya set the track on fire. He hit the jet dryer, and it set the track on fire uh, after he hit it under caution. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was one of the craziest things. Um, and the crews had to work extremely hard to get it extinguished. They put a bunch of tide on the track. It was a nightmare that caused the race to go from uh, Monday into Tuesday morning. And Ooh. here we are in 2024. The Daytona 500 is again postponed to Monday due to rain. And once again, we've already had a jet dryer crash at Daytona National Speedway. No, it's not a race. Two jet dryers, Travis, crashed while drying the track. Here you go. Uh-oh. There's a picture of it for you. Two jet dryers just crashed into each other. Wow. Luckily, all reports say that the track like is a... not on fire um, like it was before. Um, but, yeah, again, weird coincidences. 
a jet dryer accident again on a Monday. Travis, I'm starting to think this Daytona 500 is cursed. It's cursed. Seems like it. But I've seen a lot of people saying it's a good thing it was delayed to Monday because you have a lot of sports, you know, with it being Washington, you know, President's Day. A lot of people home, prime time on a Monday, maybe better ratings than a Sunday afternoon. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I disagree. There, like, there's people who are arguing that, but I I like, don't think so. I mean, it's not exactly prime time. It's like three o'clock our time. Yeah. So, but by the time it finishes, it will finish in prime time. I guess so. Yeah. So, but still, I don't. I don't think it's going to be great ratings wise. And again, this is the second race of the year, Travis. Since the second race moved due to rain. Hmm. Not great. Next week's forecast in Atlanta, by the way, looks good. So they may not have to move Atlanta next weekend. But it's good. Uh, yeah, uh, just weird coincidence there around the uh, 500. Hmm. And of course, we will recap our pick them tomorrow, provided that we actually have a race. Provided, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Hmm. All right. Anything else you want to add, or you want me to do this day in sports history, and we'll get out of here. Uh, yeah, I do this day in sports history. I was, uh, looking up to try to purchase a jet dryer. Oh, are you now? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the things that popped up. You're going to buy you an Air Titan, are you? Yeah. May I'll start a new business. There you go. Go to all the racetracks around here. Exactly. All of them. All of them. All, all, all kinds of racetracks All asphalt. Here. Yeah, all the Tra- asphalt racetracks around <laughs> yeah. here, Travis. There's so many of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe Gateway. You could drive on over to there. You go, East St. Louis. I'm sure they have their own. They don't. They don't need a guy with a truck. But you yeah. never know. You never know. Alrighty, on this date in 1996, Phoenix's Charles Barkley pulled down his 10,000th career rebound in the first quarter of the Suns' 98-94 overtime win against visiting Vancouver, becoming the 10th player in NBA history with 20,000 points and 10,000 rebounds in a career. Hmm. On this date in 2005, number two Kansas loses to unranked Iowa State in overtime. The loss snaps the Jayhawks' 32-game conference home win streak. Iowa State's Curtis Stinson leads all scorers with 29 points. Curtis Stinson. Of course. And on this day in 2014, number one Syracuse, which entered the game 25-0 on the season, loses at home against Boston College 62-59 in overtime. The Eagles entered the game just 6-19, and 19, the most losses at the time of a game by a team to defeat a number one. That does it. Hmm. By the way, uh, you know, we like to poke fun, Travis, talk about long-term, long-term storytelling on this show. Uh, Pitbull will not be performing at the Daytona 500 because of the rainout, but he's already penciled in for 2025. He's going to be there next year. <laughs> He's going to be there, ready to perform. He's still at the track because he's a car owner, but he's just uh-huh. not going to have the concert today. Mm. But he's already committed to next year. Mm. So Pitbull will be there. <laughs> already committed. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. He's going to be there a year later. Mm. I'm just imagining him, like, the stage set up at Daytona, and he's just performing for a whole year, just just there. Just waiting. Just waiting. He's ready. <laughs> the Rock is still in Daytona. He will still give the command to uh, – Gentlemen, start your engines. Well, so. thank goodness he can uh, stick around for that. Yes, he's got nothing else going on. Mm. He, hey, he was on uh, the 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 pre-race show talking about his football ventures. Mm. On his football ventures, what about his uh, his wrestling adventures? That's 
it wasn't brought up on the the Fox no. pre-race show. No. No mm. why. And now I'm just remembering he was on SmackDown on Friday. He was. Yep. Yep. Him and his little fancy, fancy shirts shirt. again. Yeah. $500 cut the sleeves out shirts. Yep. But that is all I got. Didn't make my top top three. No. Hmm. It's old hat now. I guess. And I guess a lot of other things happened since Friday. So... Mm. currently watching a commercial about his energy drink he said he had something big coming uh, this monday yeah he did release i don't know what it was uh it's uh bd energy what happened to zio well it is oh, okay. but it's packed with bd e energy uh. bd wayne Energy, I don't know. Hmm. Great taste, electrolytes, zero sugar, B and C vitamins, big Dwayne energy. There you go, Zo. I'll take your word for big it. Big D energy. Man, I don't mind Zio. I've had it a couple of times. It's it's all right. It's all right. It's not the greatest, but it'll do. It's not my favorite. For someone who can't drink sugar, Travis, like myself, it it does the job. Gets the job done, huh? Gets the job done. Mm. All right. All right. I got nothing else. I don't think I have anything else either. I'm going to go watch Daytona before I go to a basketball game. Yeah, and I actually got to stick around, and there's a hockey game going on right now. That's true. Blues are playing right now. As we're recording this, I'm just upset because I usually make like chicken wings and hamburgers for Daytona, and I won't be able to do that this year. It makes me sad. Nope, not this year. Oh well, not this year. Hmm. I even have the chicken wings bought and everything. Hmm. Well, it wasn't meant to be. At least they they called it off in the morning and they didn't like I heard some people saying oh, they're going to they're gonna do it Saturday they're going to move it up Saturday early enough so they can like, you're not moving the Daytona 500 up to Saturday it's not going to happen no they're not going to pull that mistake no again. no no not again <laughs> plus it was already raining on Saturday that's why we didn't get the Xfinity race in uh-huh. so yeah are you going to move everything to <laughs> they should have moved the truck race to Thursday there you Xfinity go. and the 500 on Friday that's what they could have done Moved up, moved it up two days. That's right. Uh, I don't know if that would have worked it out. Have. No, that would have been awful. <laughs> we'll take a look at that uh, tomorrow as well as the uh, regional results uh, tonight. As well, as you said, for the uh, sectionals uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow's program. So until then, thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. Have an excellent rest of your day. Peace out. Peace out.